Hello and welcome to the Joe Moffitt Show. I am your host, Joe Moffitt. Thank you guys for tuning in once again on this of so many new wondrous holidays. Uh, one in particular that I love the best out of the year is not only the wonderment of 420, but of course this is the 10-day kickoff to what will be my 36th birthday. You know, the month of April is always a pretty much big month for me. And it's also been a pretty big month for the show, man. Thank you for all the love from all the new listeners. All of everyone that has been, you know, participating in a lot of the different, you know, uh, posted a couple of um, uh, things online uh, in reference to a couple of shows that I've done. Not only that, and just in general, just, you know, basic conversation with people that I've had on Twitter. Like I said, new followers, um, new people that have been contacting me about new music that they produce, people that, you know, are doing it big and trying new big things. And, and just or anybody that's just a fan of the show. Thank you guys so much for um, listening and, and being a part of this craziness that is the Joe Moffat Show. Uh, just a couple of names. I don't want to take up too much time on names on new followers because it's, it's actually been a lot this last week. Uh, but just giving a shout-out to at Reggie Bent... Uh, Sorry, at Reggie Britton, that's with two T's, at DFE Nashville, uh, in Savannah 621, we got MTN Pod, we got Andrew Main, that's right, the Andrew Main, uh, best-selling author and star of Don't Trust Andrew Main on A&E, thank you for the follow, I do appreciate it, and of course, I'm going to mention it always. Mr. George motherfucking Lopez at George Lopez, sir, I appreciate you following us and, and you know, sinking into this craziness that is my show. And, of course, also, them folk, them boys over there, boys and girls, actually, over at Yard Talk Podcast with Mr. Mike Yard. Thank you guys for following me as well. And all the rest of the podcasters, thank you guys for all the retweets, all the love, especially everybody over at Pardon Family. You guys have no idea how much that you've helped my show grow, and I hope to be able to do the same for y'all in the future. So, cheers to all of you guys, and of course, let's get into this thing that is this new episode that we got posted in here today, like I said, on a holiday of some sorts uh, for many people here in the country, and that holiday, of course, being 420. Now, some people may ask, you know, well, Joe, don't you feel a little worried about doing a show about 420? I'm like, well, not necessarily, because technically, I'm I'm not really focusing just on the holiday, but more or less, I want to put a lot of focus on this whole debate that's been happening here in the United States pertaining to marijuana legalization and just in general the judicial outcomes of many cases that are affected by those that are you know arrested you know with weed and and particularly those that are selling weed and, and things of those natures you know a, a lot of those cases have become a large portion of what is what is taken in when we're looking at Americans in general just paying taxes and, and stuff like that. You know, that, you know, the average arrest of a person that has to go go to prison for a minimum of five years, their yearly to live in the prison system can be anywhere from, you know, fifty to a hundred thousand dollars. They got we have people that live in the United States and it doesn't cost and live off of minimum wage and have rent and have phones and, and have a life, children, things of those natures, and they don't even cost technically spend as much as a person who is sitting in prison 
because they're having to sit out that conviction and and you got you know these huge fucking prisons with all of these people in them and each one of them is costing well over a hundred thousand dollars to house in there but then when you look at some of these ones that are just on something like marijuana offenses well it kind of makes you a little confused because you're like on, on one hand we have now 24 states in the united states of america where marijuana is in some form legal most of them medicinal i believe only i think the last count was four um not including dc well yeah including dc and which is of course not a, a state but you know just a you know that district of columbia that them as well have legalized so, the place where the president lives, where all the laws are written, weed is legal. But as soon as you cross out of that county and you cross out of that district, your ass going to jail for some shit. For the same goddamn thing. And so that's what I'm trying to wonder because for those that haven't heard, um, the DEA has come out and said that they are going to do a, I guess, uh, massive relook if you will into the current laws that are on the books on the under the federal capacity in reference to marijuana many people are are hoping that a lot of the laws that are in place right now do get changed a lot of people are hoping that some of those laws um, are completely eradicated you know i mean i'll be honest with you if 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 you want to compare apples to oranges with this situation you know we have two forms of i guess relaxation you can call it as far as what people do to have a good time and in the form of entertainment uh, many of those as far as drinking and smoking cigarettes well we all know you know cigarettes have gotten so you know have always been said to be so bad that now you know you can't watch television without seeing some weird commercial with some kid Oh, no, 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 wait. No, fuck the kid. Now they got dogs and cats on the damn commercial making us all feel bad for people that smoke cigarettes and sitting here have a dog or cat in the house and now you're going to kill the dog or the cat with cancer. Contrary to popular belief, dum-dums, the dog and cat only going to be around anywhere from 7 to 10, maybe 15 years, any damn way. So it's kind of going to be one of those things that is just, you know, God's will. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying the little cats and the little doggies and, and, you know, should should be around cigarette smoke. But that's just as much as saying that, you know, I don't think bartenders and barmaidens, you know, waitresses should be around cigarette smoke either. But what the fuck? If they aren't, they don't make a goddamn wage. So while you sitting here want to tell me about a dog and a cat, I'm still wondering about the goddamn human being. You know, then don't get me wrong. I'm not dogging on cigarette smokers. I unfortunately have, you know, a cigarette from time to time. I may smoke three or four if a day, you know, I can go through a pack of cigarettes and have it a week. So, I mean, it's not one of those things that, you know, I'm not sitting around itching for a goddamn cigarette. You know, that's just that I've never been that type of person. And, and you know, as, as the alcohol consumer from time to time, you know, that's when I really, shit, when you go to the bar and you drink, Shit, I'll go through a pack of cigarettes a night at the bar if I'm drinking and smoking because it's it's almost like the two go together. I, I've never been able to kind of find myself doing one without the other, unfortunately, and then you basically double dosing on bad effects. Now, like I said before, and as I mentioned with 
tobacco, we are we know the the large numbers and effects when it comes to in, ingesting alcohol, invest, ingesting t- tobacco. However, those effects are something that is can be long term, and that's uh, you know some people. Not everyone gets lung cancer from smoking cigarettes. I, I wish I hope people don't think that. If you that fucking stupid, really, everybody gonna get fucking herpes from drinking tap water. I mean, it's 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 damn near the same effect as far if you gonna sit here and believe the notion that everyone that smokes cigarettes get lung cancer like i said everybody that drinks tap water is gonna get herpes it's the same fucking it's it's the same fucking effect as far as the amount of people who drink tap water to those who smoke cigarettes now it's not the same number but if you look at the percentages you know there's a good chance of saying well yeah there's going to be a lower percentage of people that you know that well it's going to be a a little bit smaller percentage of people that don't get lung cancer, but I'm willing to bet it's somewhere in that range where it's, you know, it's noticeable. You understand? Where with liquor and alcohol, the thing with alcohol is, you know, six people die a day. These statistics. This was in the U.S. uh, news statistic stating from the CDC that an average of six human beings die on a regular daily basis. From over ingestion, over ingestion of alcohol, and this is this is beer, this is liquor, this is you know, you drink too much is gonna kill you. I'll be now. Don't get me wrong. I know some people saying, "Well, Joe, if you drink too much water, that'll kill you." True, true. I'll, I'll go with you on that. I'll give you one more. You eat too many M and M's, you're gonna be a fat fuck, and that's gonna kill you too. Surprise, surprise. There's people walking around right now living in major cities with lung cancer and ain't never touched a cigarette. So, granted, I understand. Don't get Joe understands where you know it's anything can kill you in this world. You know, you can trip, hit your head on the ground, and it's over. But then, but when you look at it in in comparisons to marijuana, and just we're just looking at poisoning here. Okay, we're talking about something that is illegal is legal right now in America, which is tobacco, and well, I'm sorry, which is alcohol, and its effect as far as being able to poison you, and anything that you can ingest that is sold in a market as it being ingestible, you know, you got to drink it to get fucked up, you know. That's just a fact. Shit. And now I'm sitting here talking my thing about it. It, it. A few months back, a few shows ago, uh, I want to say it was back in July or August, I remember they had the mother, they were sitting there talking about producing some fucking powdered alcohol. What you think motherfuckers going to be doing with powdered alcohol? Hmm? Do you really think they're going to be pouring this shit in the bottom of a glass and, and water and, and diluting it and, and mixing it properly? No. You sitting here giving a goddamn people damn near shit, cocaine-filled fucking Hennessy. What the hell? Why the fuck would we want powdered alcohol? This shit shouldn't be like Kool-Aid. Really? You ever snorted Kool-Aid before? That's some stupid shit that I'll never do again. I did it once in a dare, and it burnt the whole left side of my asshole and it went up my nose. That was the scariest fucking part. I don't know why my ass started hurting for something that went in my nose, but it did. I'll never do that shit again, snorting fucking Kool-Aid. My tongue was fucking blue for two weeks. Okay? I don't know. I thought for a minute my ass was losing fucking oxygen. I was making sure nothing else was blue, you know. And as y'all know me, I usually, you know, my tongue blue. My dick blue too, no. (laughs) But 
So when you're looking at the con, when you're having the conversation, and then you want to say about, you know, well, it's the person that consumes the liquor. Well, we can say the same thing for the person that consumes weed, because there's many actors, actresses, large influences that are now coming out of this huge, I, I guess, pot closet, if you will, and coming out saying that they feel that marijuana is a much better alternative for something to be used in a recreational format you look at the state of colorado colorado legalized weed in 2014 from 2014 full year 2015 full year and up to this point in 2016 there have been zero zero cases reported in the state of in the state of Colorado that says that a person has died from over ingestion of marijuana you want to know why Ooh, i'll tell you any scientist and every scientist on the planet has put it out there that has ever researched it you damn near have to smoke yourself 10 times retarded to poison yourself on weed do you know how fucking hard that is I have sat around one day when I was younger. It's story time. Y'all better get ready. I sat around one time with some friends, these two chicks, and we sat around and smoked five fucking blunts in one goddamn day. I thought my ass was fucking dying of goddamn weed over ingestion. I woke up. I ate a box of Eggos. I was fine. Everything was good. Had a little hangover, but, you know, that's fall the dirty weed. Ain't nothing you can do about that, you know? But in the same breath, I have caught myself, I don't know, drinking about 10 or 15 beers and getting into a fight with a fucking tree. You know? Boxing a living plant in my front yard. At least I thought it was living, you know. It was living as far as Mother Nature. I thought this motherfucker was standing in my yard talking shit. I ain't never had that happen when, at times in the past when I didn't smoke. But I, but I can definitely sit here and say that when I was drunk, I have definitely done some dumb shit. I can count more dumb shit that I've done outside of the tree and a few other weird things that we ain't going to get into right now. Um, you know, hell, and, and actually, no, I got one for you. Yeah, it was one night, my wife, she, uh, we were at the house and she got a phone call. And it was from her sister, my sister-in-law. She said that her son's, my nephews, my wife's nephews, were at her house and they were having a get together. And she didn't want her house to get completely and totally fucked up. So she called us to go down there and survey the situation to make sure that the whole house don't get fucked up. Well, you know, my wife, she wasn't really wanting to, you know, deal with that shit, you know. So she sends me and I'm out the door trying to make sure that the house don't get fucked up so i go down to the party and of course everybody in the backyard everybody got a beer everybody drinking music on having a good time i'm like okay they're outside well you can't fuck up nothing outside and i was like okay so i'm gonna head to the house then one of these little motherfuckers when i say little i mean i'm talking about like 23 24 okay i think i was like 28 to 29 at the time one of these little motherfuckers come outside with a fifth of jim bean now I've never been a fan of Jim Beam. I've 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 really not been a whiskey fan unless it was either Crown Royal, which I remember uh Incredible Hulk incident with Crown Royal, and then of course um Evan Williams 
which was kind of my choice shit. I can't remember or recall any bad habits with, with Evan Williams. That, that shit kind of went down pretty smooth. And, of course, Jack Daniels. But, um, which I'm still trying to fight off that cease and desist order with them. But nonetheless, so they pull out this fifth of fucking Jim Bean. And next thing I know, they're passing this motherfucker around like clockwork to each other. These niggas ain't put out a setup tray. They ain't got no cups with no ice. Ain't nobody cut up no lime. There's no cherries in the mix with this shit. They ain't even a glass in the motherfucking eye shot distance from where these motherfuckers is drinking this whole goddamn bottle of Jim Beam. So this way I was like, okay, Joe, this is what's going to cause them to fuck up the house. So I jump in. Dun, dun, dun. I step into the situation. I'm like, give me that goddamn bottle, you little bastard. I take the bottle and I squig it away. And I'm like, look here. I'm going to do this because I was told by my wife that your mother, take another swig, doesn't want you to fuck up her house. And I know... If y'all drink this whole goddamn bottle of Jim Bean, pop another squig, you motherfuckers is going to mess around and tear this whole goddamn house apart. Take another swig and keep in mind something, motherfucker. With me here, I'm not going to stand for that shit. Not one fucking bit finally drink the bottom of the motherfucking bottle i had never done this shit on my own accord drinking ever but i did this shit for the benefit as being the adults in the situation i took one for the team and polished off what was the rest which was at least half of a fucking fifth of Jim Beam by myself. So these little motherfuckers wouldn't fuck up the house. So then <laughs> I go home. And what do I do? I fuck up my house. I come into the house. I done knocked over the goddamn cushions off the couch. Kicked over the motherfucking coffee table. I tried to go get in the shower and thought I was on the toilet and shit on myself. And then finally, when we get to the bed, I land on the floor where I just start vomiting every fucking way. So needless to say, in this particular situation, yes, I was trying to be the hero. Yes, I was trying to do the right thing. But... I kind of ended up being on the shorty end of the motherfucking stick, which, by the way, my illustrious sister-in-law did call and thank us for making sure that her home was clean and pristine while I'm scrubbing fucking vomit off of the goddamn floor. And my wife is trying to find the goddamn television remote because I played hide-and-seek with the son of a bitch tonight before. So, yeah, so sometimes, you know, you, you got to kind of take your liquor in, 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 in spades where with, you know with weed and like i said i'm not saying overconsumption is bad well stop that go back go back go back go back go back, go back, go back. okay overconsumption is bad however i'm not saying liquor is bad i've had a lot of great instances where i've had wonderful times with plenty of friends and being able to drink alcohol my problem now is as we're starting to grow into this new world of 
marijuana starting to be reaccepted, which, mind you, it never should have not stopped, never should have been not accepted, other than the fact that a couple of government agencies, I'm not going to say no name, but y'all know the fucking reports. You know fucking Richard Nixon's dirty dick ass sat there and talked shit and ran his limp mother fucking ass nose having big mouth son of a bitch he gonna sit there and try to say that all the black people was on heroin all the hippie was on weed don't listen to them there's a reason why we're in vietnam and woo -woo -woo. and then the whole time this motherfucker was lying about a whole bunch of other shit but still the damage that he had made in reference to even to, to even start that beta of legalization of marijuana and getting it back, getting that off of the books and, and stopping what eventually became, uh, shit, the institutionalization of many of, of both the black and Hispanic races as well as white. I mean, a lot of people don't want to talk about it, but there's a lot of motherfucking white people in jail and a lot of them in there for fucking drugs. I Don't get me wrong. I know it's a lot of my black folks in there and I know it's a lot of Mexicans in there, but don't nobody ever like mentioning the fact that it's a bunch of motherfucking white people in jail for drugs. And I assure you, they own the drugs that ain't, gonna just give you a uh, urge for cheetos and and doritos they on the drugs is gonna make it away if you try to eat cheetos and doritos this shit is liable to sink any your goddamn gums through the top of your tooth okay i've said it before i live in fucking oklahoma i didn't seen what the motherfucking dope do to people it's plenty of motherfuckers walking around here. I went to the dentist embarrassed about my tooth hurting because I hadn't been in there in a while. And I know that he was probably going to go in there with all the pussy and candy that I eat and probably see a whole goddamn forest of disgust in my motherfucking mouth. And when I came out of the chair, I was like, all right, doc, give it to me straight. He said, man, you really ain't that bad, dude. You forget where we live, shit. He told me a goddamn uh, chart of one person's teeth that he had just x-rayed before me and i know he wasn't supposed to do it but we were having fun and kind of turned on the nitrous had a good time and then all of a sudden the teeth it, it i could see gums but then what was hanging from the gums looked like fucking dominoes i ain't shit you not it looked like somebody drove through this motherfucker mouth and and was shooting on her tongue this shit was disgusting shit don't sit here and tell me that it ain't a lot worse or shit out there that we can focus our time and our energy on than marijuana. There's a lot worse shit, okay? I've gotten together with friends who smoke marijuana before. You know what the fuck we did? We sat around, smoked a joint, played Monopoly, hung out, and went home. I've hung out in Third Ward, Houston, Texas. Shout out to my city. I sat around in Third Ward, Houston, Texas, one of the roughest, toughest neighborhoods on the planet for six, seven hours, smoking weed, eating pizza, playing video games, not fucking with nobody. While in the same breath, it was three motherfucking fights and two shootings outside because a bunch of motherfuckers got drunk in one nigga's house. There wasn't no bitches there and them niggas got bored. Next thing you know, somebody pulled out a gun and wanted to play 20 questions. Stupid shit. You understand what I'm saying? Right outside our door while we in the house playing video games and eating fucking pizza. And ain't fucking with nobody. I'm once again. And I, and I also know what people can say to that as well. 
Because, I, and I know what you want to say. You want to say, so, well, Joe, you're giving drinking a bad rap. No, 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 no. I'm not giving it a bad rap. The motherfucking statistics is what's giving drinking a bad rap. And like I said, I can't, I'm not going to ever sit here and, and knock somebody that drinks because I've drank. I've drank for many years. Shit, I've been drinking from kind of a young age, fucking around with my family. Hell, it, without alcohol, there was like, you know, no reason to live. When I was a goddamn child, shit, I used to be in a car making drinks for my dad while he drove from different destinations, mainly between Houston, Texas, and Lake Charles, Louisiana, to go see my grandparents, you know. But even when it wasn't, you know, so I, I've been in a car, you know, even when it wasn't with my grandparents, hell, we were just, you know, he, he'd need a drink to go across town, shit. You know, it got to a point where he was getting a drink to arrive, you know. And, I, I've, I you know, so I, I can understand, but, but once again, now he was a functioning alcoholic. You know, he had his moments, but, you know, I say functioning because he's never hurt anyone but himself in any situation, and he's still alive. So, I mean, you know, that's got to say something, I guess. I really don't know. But in the same breath, you sit here and tell him about about weed, and my dad has an instantaneous bad reaction. He's like, oh, it's it's terrible. It's horrible. La, 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 la. Really, my nigga? I just don't get it. And it's a lot of that older generation that still feels like that. But a lot of them, a lot of their parents, his parents, my grandfather told me years ago, God rest his soul. He told me when I was a young man, if you ever get to a point in your life where you can make a decision on what you like to enjoy, if I were you, I would enjoy weed and not alcohol. He told me this when I was 15 years old. We we would have conversations like this. I'd be, you know, hanging out and, you know, I'd be like, well, you know, grandfather what you think about this what you think about that woo, woo, woo. and he said straight up and down that you know it was a lot more invigorating and, and now mind you he's telling this to a 15 year old that the federal government and at that time politicians and, and advertisements and, and there was all kind of stuff running around trying to say how bad weed was for you and how oh if you smoke weed you're going to be retarded and if you smoke weed you're going to get a prison record and if you smoke weed you're going to play with yourself too much. All kind of stupid shit that they was trying to say niggas would do if they started smoking. You'll be paranoid pissing in a tree in the middle of the woods, you know, wondering and why, crying why your mother is not there with you. Because you pissing in the woods. Do you really want your mama there with you? This ain't the time to have a fucking family moment, in my opinion. But, you know, for some people, they, you know, get a little sad about that shit. My problem with the whole whole deal is, is that all of that bullshit came from that you know you always asked from the reefer madness who don't remember reefer madness i don't remember exactly because i wasn't there but the whole concept of reefer madness came back from the 30s and 40s when alcohol took its turn and and became legalized and the prohibition of alcohol and ended many government agencies that were basically getting paid all of this government funds to keep illegal alcohol and and to to keep the prohibition intact and keep illegal alcohol out of the, out of people's hands because back then they knew how bad alcohol was for you. You understand what I'm saying? People knew then how bad alcohol was for you. And yet there was still a way because of all of the violence and all of the fighting and all of the killing and all of the gangsters paying this politician and that politician. It was like, well, shit, we didn't pay all these motherfuckers off. Hell, we might as well just legalize liquor, you know, 
to combat the 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 gangsters and the crime dealers and the drug dealers and the alcoholers and the gun runner and the, and the drink runners because they had all them running all up and down, you know, all in the south. You used to hear stories about all of the the gin trails, you know, where you had all of the liquor being in moonshine being liquor between back alleys and back roads all over the south and made in these little these areas up in the mountains and Kentuckys and all in them places where they have all the liquor that and illegal. Um, Houses where they make alcohol and stuff. I've been doing it for fucking years in the top of them damn hills. They gave them a fucking TV show. They know they're there doing this, and instead of them stopping it, they just say, fuck it. But in the same breath, same breath, I got to hear about a lady getting arrested for seven grams of weed and getting 12 years for it. You understand what I'm saying? That 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 to me is is fucking mind boggling. Blows my fucking head and peels my cap back every time I hear that shit. Said twelve fucking years for seven grams. That's insane. So I say to you today, my friends, simply this. When the DEA makes their decision on what they want to do, no matter what it is, those that smoke, it's almost like it's time for everybody to start coming out of hiding. Because it's been a, people treat weed like it's some dirty secret, you know. And you ain't got nothing to be scared of. It's being accepted, you know. Juries. If you want to stop drug convictions, go to jury trial. And then the juries find the person not guilty. Let's take back some of this shit from, from that have been taken from us over bullshit. You understand what I'm saying? Because shit, y'all to be tired of paying taxes for this bullshit, man. Y'all sort to be tired of being able to sit here and not be able to teach your children as they get older that there are different ways of doing things and you don't have to have the same instance of what I had when I was a kid of, you know, alcohol and tobacco, which is still part of my life now. But, you know, and like I'll, I'll never consider myself an alcoholic because I don't I've never drank myself to a position where I, I had to have a drink, you know. But then again, I did have a drinking schedule where I would start on Thursday and wouldn't end until early Sunday morning. You know, sobering up all day Sunday for work Monday, then work Tuesday and Wednesday, and then I'll be drunk again on Thursday. I cut this cycle out a long time ago, and I feel a lot healthier and a lot better that I don't do that no more. I drink on special occasions. I have a sip of wine here and there from time to time. But, you know, to those people that are out here with, with, with major, major problems with alcohol and need help, you know, get fucking help because that shit is bad. If you got if you got a problem with tobacco, get fucking help. If you got problems with weed, get a fucking clue in a hobby. Shit, you smoking entirely too damn much. Step back. Yes, you can't smoke yourself retarded. I've seen it. Don't let them fool you. You can't smoke yourself retarded. I have seen it. I have been it, motherfucker. And in closing uh, <laughs> this episode of the Joe Moffat Show, again, thank you guys for listening to us. Hey, um, anybody that 
knows and been watching the news, they know about the terrible floods that's been popping off down in Houston over the last uh, three or four days, a uh, week actually. And for anyone that is interested in donating to the American Red Cross, the phone number for donations that help people in Houston and, and and to help those, you know, that need food, need clothes, things of those natures, the best way to contact them is going to be at 713-526-8300. That's going to be their office at 2700 Southwest Freeway in Houston, Texas. Anybody that feels that they want to be able to give a donation or help out, they'll be able to assist. And also, uh, follow Slim Thug. Um, Cause big shout out Slim Thugger on uh, Twitter. He's also, I believe, helping. He's been helping a lot of families out there directly, um, and, and it's a lot of other uh, programs that are helping people out there with those floods and help people get their lives back in order. On that note, happy 420 to everybody. Everybody, please be safe this evening. Enjoy you guys' festivities. Have a good time. This is Joe Moffat, host of the Joe Moffat Show, wishing you peace and love, and we'll see you guys next week. Y'all have a good one.